This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Getting after it on a Tuesday. Welcome in to On the Block. I'm Austin Orman. He's Eric Strickland, yeah, yeah. the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA veteran, the source of knowledge. Strick, we're in the lab. We got some exciting stuff coming up here uh, soon on the block, uh, but especially today, a lot of good stuff. NBA playoffs in full swing. We'll full get a uh, full reaction to the games from yesterday and uh, some of the games going on tonight. We're also going to look at some of the, the talent in the league now and players and coaches. We're going to act as GMs, the general manager, Eric Strickland, general manager, Austin Norman of an expansion franchise. Who are the two players and the coach that we would pick to start our franchise with? Uh, that'll all be this hour. And then we'll focus more on football in hour number two. So some NFL headlines, also uh, Husker football spring game coming up this weekend. We'll talk about that with Steve. Do we talk Simple. about the young talent or the ones that are on the way out? You know what I mean? Or like, like, is there going to be a, a constraint on the, like, you know what I mean? It's whoever you want, Strick. But I'm, well, whoever you right. want. You're building a franchise. You can take an experienced player if you want the veteran leadership, but then you're going to have to look for a new face of the franchise. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to weigh that. I know where I want to go. Mm-hmm. I like it. Good deal. So uh, if you have thoughts on that, get those in on the text line, 402 464 5685. Uh, sponsored by Sarder Heyman, who also has our video streams that were the only way you could hear us yesterday. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I haven't heard that we're off radio, so I think we're back on on 93.7 The Ticket on your radio dial, ticketfm.com. And of course, download our free app. It's not hard. You get the live stream right there. You get podcasts right there. You get to see everything that's going on with the station. Stay connected wherever you're at. Uh, you can't get this anywhere. It's exclusive to Lincoln, specifically 27th and Pine Lake. Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul Strict. You can always go get it. Always go get it. The weather is definitely conducive for that type of wonderful food, especially now they cater. You can also do games, games night, uh, whether you're going to the baseball game. Well, I mean, whatever you want to do. I mean, it, it's it's uh, it fits any type of uh, mode that you may be in with the family, sitting at home. Obviously, March Madness is over, but now the playoffs are in action, and you got hockey, you've got baseball, whatever you want to do. Go get it. Mary Owens. Strick, I need you to pull up the text line for a second and look at the most recent text from Professor Rick. Uh-huh. Living his best oh, life. Oh, wow. Living his best freaking life. Yes, sir. Beautiful, beautiful. You're inspiring me. Professor Rick, you've got to be inspiring me right now. I need to make a move. <laughs> we just i just got done backing you up that you're here quite a bit don't don't give into what rico's saying about being gone all the time straight yeah i know gosh dang it that looks so beautiful just tantalizing right now mm-hmm. just would love to put my feet up and have me a little my tie yeah mm. rick, professor rick you're doing the dang thing bro you are and we appreciate you uh making us part of your thing down there uh with the white sand gentle breeze emerald waters and no work Living it up. But we got to get to work straight, talking it. some NBA playoffs. Let's start out West. 
Let's start with the 3-6 series that I think had a lot of headlines going in, has certainly lived up to it. Two close competitive games so far between Golden State and Sacramento. And, of course, when you get, you know, big brother, little brother, you get two rivals from not that far away in uh, Northern California. We anticipated fireworks, and we sure got them last night. Not just on the court in terms of the style of play. It was up and down, uh, pretty good offensive performances from both teams. But you have... Draymond Green and DeMontis Sabonis going at it uh, about midway through the fourth quarter. Golden State had to play the last six minutes without Draymond Green because, shocker, Draymond acted out again. Yeah, um, that's what he kind of does, but I can also understand, I think it was a little excessive. I can I can say that, um, you know, Sabonis, by the way he landed, kind of had his arms hooked, and this is why they had to give him you know, part of that. Mm -hmm. And I think the excessiveness of what Green did is what caused him the situation. Does he Um, get away with it if he doesn't look down? um, I think the response was going to draw them to – see, that's the difference between, you know, what you you can do now with – with um, the replays mm. as opposed to in the past. I think in the past he probably would have got away with it. Um, I think now with replay, the response and the reaction would cause you to wonder what happened there. Um, and that can stop and lead you to the uh, to the replays to be able to assess what, what transpired in that. It's no different than what happens now when um, – you 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 have the elbows. If the elbows are extended or the elbows are up, mm-hmm. is it a basketball move? Those are the things that they're looking to. And so, um, if you see a response, I think there needs to be more penalty to the fakers, to the ones that when you do that move causes us to waste time, waste resource in the game, all of that stuff to go to look at you doing some fly. I think there needs to be some penalties to that. If he didn't touch you, don't, don't go to fly. Like if he hit you in your nose and your nose really hurts, you know, that's understandable. (laughs) But, um, I think that's why, um, the look down wouldn't have mattered. You know, it was going to be something. Is Draymond suspended for the next game? If you had to guess. Um, I think they're going to, they're going to try not to do that. Um, okay. The reason I, the, the reason the reason I think that it probably won't I think because he received the flagrant one in Sabonis, mm-hmm. being that Sabonis received that, it could be a response. But the, in the response, the the response was excessive, which caused him the flagrant too. So I think it was an egg on to that situation, which would probably eliminate them from you know uh, suspending him, mm-hmm. but. Um, there's a remembrance of a time when Draymond did something in the prep in the past, how that affected the whole series. I, um, I know so exactly where we're going. You know with what that. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I would venture to say that they probably don't want to do that because that has been something that's been scrutinized. It's something that's been talked about. There's film on it. You know, people are still bringing it back up mm-hmm. at times. This could be a time where it puts a, a microscope and a highlight on those, on those areas. So I, 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 I think they may try to just mull that one over, let it be what it is. One for Sabonis, two for him. Play on, keep it going. Two series come to mind. The one that Draymond got suspended from, the most infamous series, would have been that that finals that Cleveland takes down Golden State. It happens in game five that Golden State goes on to lose. Draymond suspended for game six back Mm -hmm. in the Bay. They lose that one, and then we get that all-timer in game seven, you know, finished off with the block. The other one that I wouldn't have thought about that you brought to my mind as we were talking this through before the show 
was compare Draymond's reaction last night in Sacramento to last year's finals. Yeah. Okay. So this could be watch what happens in game three. If y'all are anybody listening, correct me if I'm wrong. This is uh, this is this is not um you know an actual factual, but it's it's a it's a little tidbit that if you're really watching, there was a turn in the finals last year where Golden State really became bullies. You had Gary Payton the second, you had Draymond Green. There was some, you know, some some friction, some actions, some looking look ups, look downs, a little shoulder bumps, some elbows, and then there was one specific instance where there was a little kind of scrum down in in the uh, Milwaukee Bucks end. All of a sudden, Celtics. Celtics. I'm sorry, that's right, Celtics. Mm-hmm. It was I knew it was green, but Celtics. They looked at them. Walked into their bench and was like, "Yeah, what y'all gonna do about it?" We here. now, now, now. In the past, we you know we we might come to you know throw a couple two piece chicken wings at you, you know, we'll get up out of here, you know. But it kind of like the Celtics just kind of like, oh, okay, all right, well, you know, we ain't gonna do nothing, and they kind of just stood there like, yeah, what's up? Like, what you gonna do? You know what I mean? That was a turnaround, I think, of that whole series. And mm-hmm. after that, it was like Golden State took over. And it was just that little bit of edge that they added to it. So when you had Draymond Green at the end when he got kicked out, he looked at the fans and he was, yeah, yeah. And then he had a couple of his teammates got behind him. That could be a rallying rallying cry, Mm -hmm. knowing that they're in a deficit, knowing that they're down. Um, Watch how Sacramento responds in game three. If they get blown out, do they bounce back? I'm impressed with them right now with the way that no matter what Clay Clay Thompson does, he'll hit a three. Steph will hit like a rainbow in the corner with defense on him, (laughs) talk a little trash, and then come right back down, and then Darian Fox, bang, right back in your eyeballs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or uh, Harrison Barnes to the basket with a left roll. You know what I mean? It's it's always something. Someone steps up and is like, okay, that's nothing. Let's come down and get another bucket. A few things – on this series before we flip over to the East. Um, let's start with this. Golden State was really bad on the road this year. Yeah, 11 and terrible. 30. Yeah. So it's not a shock that they're down 2 nothing. Right. But Strick, they turned the ball over 37 times Facts. in two games. In two games. And 20 in this That one. ain't going to get done. <laughs> that's not going to get it done. I mean, you lose by eight points and you have 20 turnovers. Um, that's unusual for them. Mm-hmm. They're usually a lot better in taking care of the ball. Usually they're frustrating because they're moving so much. I hated teams like that. This is why I hated like Detroit. Mm. I hated a, a night when I knew we were going to play Detroit and I was assigned to Rip Hamilton because I freaking knew he was going to run all day long. That's what Golden State's whole team does from Poole, Wiggins, to, I mean, Draymond's running. They're always got some form of action cutting, coming off, re-screen, re-screens. They got all this stuff going on all the time, and it's never the same. So there's no pattern to it. It's just happening. That's some of the most frustrating stuff. But yet, Golden State, I mean, uh, uh, Sacramento's like, okay, well, and, and whatever. Now, um, something that's unusual as well is you have Steph Curry playing 41 minutes. Out of 48. 
You know what I mean? That's unusual for him. He usually doesn't log that high of minutes in a, in this early in a series. That could be something to kind of watch as well. How long will his legs be able to sustain? Because they're basically forcing him to not only do it on the offensive end, and they need him. They're 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 only in the plus with him on the on the court. They're, they they go into minus territory with that without him on the court. So, um, how is that going to affect him long term? In, in this series and if they end up going beyond. The Warriors have that playoff experience, but the Kings are young and they're hungry. Do you think that being young, having fresher legs is an advantage for Sacramento? Or do you think that the Warriors come back at home, get things figured out, and they're able to use their experience throughout the rest of the See, series? See, I think it is. And this is why this is why a lot of pundits, a lot of top-tier uh, you know, sports analysts and stuff are dumbfounded right now, as well as I, because – you you felt that this could have been a game of inexperience against um, fresh, you know, minded. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing it in some. Like you have Keegan Murray struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Struggling immensely. Made the most threes all time of any rookie. So you know he's capable. But this this moment is 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 really catching up to him. The experience that Malik Monk has had with the Laker times and you know LeBron letting him go mm-hmm. and. This is showing up for the favor of of Sacramento right now. Um, Herder and those guys stepping up. Harrison Barnes, the veteran leadership of that. Mitchell is a rookie. He's a dog. Mitchell's a dog. So then you've got Sabonis who's not necessarily – he hasn't figured out what they're trying to do to him yet. And it's very similar to who? Nebraska. They're playing him very similar to how teams are starting to play Derek Walker. Mm -hmm. They're shrinking the field, shrinking the floor. So as he attacks – it's not necessarily the initial defender in Looney or someone of that. It's the secondary guy that's coming over. So he has to be able to kind of stop in the short part of that. What we used to talk about with Derek Walker, he's got to be able to figure that out because he's really trying to over-aggressively attack the rim, and he's getting, he's getting hurt by that second defender, which Looney's putting good body on him, keeping him from elevating the second defender is usually coming over and making a play on him. The other series out west, as we talk about legs and having them by the end of the series, you mentioned that you thought LeBron looked gassed at the end yeah. of the game against Memphis. This yeah. is another one, Strick, where the Lakers steal game one on the road. They find a way to get it done. Do you think the Lakers have enough to finish the series and the rest of the playoff run? Or will those legs catch up to them? Um, I, think, I think with the additions that they made, um, the, you know, obviously – um, Reeves and you know Malik Beasley they've got good shooting now D'Angelo Russell's capable of handling so LeBron doesn't feel that he has to dominate that aspect of the game you've got um, you've definitely got um, you the, the, I think the key factor in any part of it is going to be Anthony Davis both mm-hmm. on the defensive and the effectiveness on the offensive side of things but if you can allow LeBron to not have to overexpend, you could probably make a good run. Let him save it for the yeah. semis, the, the conference finals. Yeah. And then, again, you, you got to use enough of him to get there. But if you can have the supporting guys step up in the, that first round, how far does that go towards saving LeBron for later rounds? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- 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 that's the importance. Those, those, uh, those extra guys, I mean, um, great balance. LeBron, you know, still pretty efficient, not not bad. Um, but those other guys, like, for example, how uh, Rui Hachimura, 
mm-hmm. 30 minutes, 11 for 14 shooting, 5 for 6 from 3. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about with the addition. You're not even talking about Malik Beasley, who's a dead-eye shooter, only played 10 minutes. Rui Hachimura stepped up this day. It could be Beasley the next day. It's Reeves, um, 8 for 13, 3 for 5, 4 for 4. Uh, four, um, four assists, zero turnovers. That's the type of stuff you've got to be talking about. Him handling the ball the way that he's handling the ball. D'Angelo Russell, you know, effective but not overly, um, you know, shooting-wise, uh, not perfect. But, again, seven assists, two turnovers. The only one with the most turnovers was LeBron James. Mm-hmm. But guess what happens when you get tired? Turn the you ball normally usually turn the ball over. Uh, we got about a minute here, Strick, uh, before we uh, hit our first break of the show. Philadelphia looks like they're in control of yeah. that series. Brooklyn made a fascinating pivot from go all-in on stars to go all-in on just having a bunch of solid but not elite players. Yeah. What What is that like for a team, to go from those stars to that general competency but not elite level? Well, I think where they're really getting hurt is in the, in the front court. Mm. Um, they've got great wings. Um, they play a multiple small forward type of uh, offense. The issue Johnson, with, Bridges. Yes. Yeah. So the issue with them is they're not getting um, full rebound support, but they're doing it collectively. They don't have nobody that just really can dominate that aspect of the game for them, right? There's, they're not getting extra opportunities, so they have to shoot the ball well. They have to not turn the ball over, They have, which they're doing a good job of, and then they have to uh, be effective in, in mucking it up. But then in doing so, you may take, um, you know, you may take and beat out. You pretty much did. Only had mm-hmm. 20. Only got 11 That's, shots. Mm-hmm. But guess who goes nuts? You open the court up, you open the floor up, shooting opens up, and that's where you get Tyrese Maxey hits six for thirteen from three, thirteen for twenty three from the uh, from uh, from two from two uh, total. There you go. For sure, more basketball talk on the other side here on the block. 